0: You are listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, bite-sized episodes from one coach to another to help you create and scale your business with simplicity. No hustle required. Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. Today, I wanna talk to you about 10 things not to do when starting your coaching business. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. You are definitely not going to run short on tips of what to do to run your coaching business. So I decided to take a little spin on this and give you 10 things that you should stop doing while growing your coaching business. So let's dig into that list. Number one, set a deadline for your success. So that might seem weird and you might wonder, how do you set goals then? Let me explain. If you set a deadline for your success, You're putting a mountain of pressure on top of your shoulders. That's unnecessary. Let's say you decided you're going to give yourself until the summer to have a $10,000 month or book your first client, launch your course, et cetera, et cetera. Listen, I'm okay with having goals. I love them. But the problem with deadlines are the repercussions. The most common repercussion I see in here is if I don't get this result, I'm quitting. I'm not going to do this. And that just breaks my heart to see because it's simply not fair. In my opinion, your business should be something that pulls creativity from you and should be your creative outlet, something that you love and makes you want to help people because that's what we're here for, right? And you know something? I find that the people who have dollar signs in their eyes are the ones who set these really harsh deadlines for themselves. So take that as you wish. Number two, hustle mentality. Do not get caught up with the hustle mentality. I believe that it is unsustainable for women, especially mothers. For some reason, this is glorified online. And I'm here to say that there are a lot more important things in our life that deserve our energy. So if the hustle is leading your life and you're finding that your life quality is feeling low, then you need to reapproach this whole idea and pivot. Because again, the hustle is not sustainable. It might look cute on a coffee cup or a sweatshirt, but it's not going to drive your business forward in a healthy way or is a great way to grow your business long term. Don't pour all of your energy into your business. I know it's tempting because we love our business so much and we could just sit and work on it all day long, right? I totally get it. But you have to shut it off. You have to pay attention to the other things. Otherwise, those other things suffer and we don't want droughts in our family or our personal life. All of those things, they require you too, and you can't hustle with everything. So why not just release that mentality? It works a lot better. Number three, compare yourself to other online coaches. We are always looking in the left mirror, the right mirror, the rearview mirror. We're never really looking at the road ahead of us because, well, We're not satisfied with where we're going or how fast we're going. So we tend to look over here to see what she's doing, if she has a better vehicle than you or if she's going faster than you. And if we're not careful, we can get really caught up in what everyone else is doing and we can veer off the side of the road, crash and burn. So you can either run your business looking left and right constantly, or you can say to yourself that it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. What matters is that you are here to help people. You're here to educate and equip yourself for growth and you're okay at the pace that you're going and nothing else matters. That is the best advice I can give you, no matter what level you are on in your coaching business. Number four, putting your business before your family. If you find yourself bringing your laptop with you wherever you go, Or when you're doing something with your kids and you don't even look up when they're asking you a question, that's a big red flag. I started a business when I had one kid, and now I have three. Plus, I've been working from home for over 17 years. Family always comes first. Your family deserves the best part of you. No ifs, ands, or buts. And for some reason, no one really talks about this. If you have a family or you have a future family planned and you're running your business, And you're wondering how to balance it all? Well, it's easy if family comes first, no matter what. And that comes with you setting your hours for your business. When are you going to be fully focused on working on your business? Set your hours and stick to them and do what works best for your family. Honor your family and everything will always work out. Don't feel like you need to substitute quality family time for work time. Number five, procrastinate your organic marketing plan. We tend to put this off for some reason. And here's my theory on why that happens. We always put off the thing that we know is going to push our business forward because we want to stay comfortable. I think we can all agree that we enjoy being in the creative zone and marketing concepts feel blah. If you haven't been in the process of working on an organic marketing plan, say on Pinterest, for example, and see a pin that you put out do really well to drive traffic to your freebie landing page. And all of a sudden, all of these email subscribers come flying in because of something you did on Pinterest. Well, to be frank, we're just not ready for it. And that's okay. You might be thinking, well, why wouldn't I be ready for that? Let's think about it a little bit. Once people are on your email list, what do you do with them? What do you say? How often should you email them? Maybe you're the type of person who feels like you don't want to bother them or you don't want to lose them. So then your list turns into this foreign thing that you're afraid to even communicate with this is a mindset issue that we have to cover in the future for sure and it's true this block procrastinating on organic marketing leads to coaches putting off something so important to the growth of their business because they're just sticking with the safe stuff they know they probably should do it but they don't so if you're putting off organic marketing like pinterest ask yourself why Don't do that anymore. It's a great driver for your business. It's going to be a catalyst for list building growth. And it just takes time, which is another reason why I think people don't do it as much. No one has any patience anymore. Pinterest is a slow boil. It's long-term growth, though. And I think that's way more appropriate for our business than a quick viral real strategy on Instagram, in my opinion. Number six, learning from too many people at the same time. I had a session with a student the other day and she said her business is like Frankenstein. Her arms and legs are from one creator. Her head is from a different creator. She's listening to way too many people at the same time. I get it. I remember being in those stages too. You want to learn from this person and that person. Plus you have all the tabs over on your computer, right? One minute you're set on learning how to be an expert on Instagram and on the side you decided you're going to learn how to write a viral blog post plus learn how to SEO your website. And then on top of that, you're going to create a course. Can you relate? And if something doesn't work well or you're not feeling like you're moving forward fast enough, you just go learn from somebody else and add that top to your browser too. And that's how you have a Frankenstein business. Here's the thing, no one has all the answers. Just because someone's tips and tricks and solutions in a course or mastermind sound all juicy and sparkly, it doesn't mean you're going to get the results that that person has. You might have better results, you might not. And the problem with always following every shiny guru out there is that you always want what they have so you follow what they have but yet you don't really know what it took to get them there you don't know their values and you don't know all the bits and pieces involved so before you start listening to all the voices honor the space in your head and think is this the right thing for me do i need all of these people yelling at me telling me what to do My advice to the student that talked to me about this was to pick one goal that she would like to achieve by the end of the week, and then write that on a piece of paper. Then determine what you need to make that happen. And finally, you have to take action. Everyone is putting off taking action because they're afraid of the results. They're afraid of it not working. They're afraid of the rejection involved or whatever story they make up in their head. So we go learn from someone else and distract ourselves with yet another course. I want you to stop doing that. If that's the game that you're playing, set a goal. What do you need to achieve that goal? And then let it ride for a while and get some feedback, whether it's appropriate for you or not. Then move forward with the next thing. Number seven, change your values. This is so important. Everyone needs to put their values into everything they say and do online now more than ever. People are really watching and they want to make sure that they see what you're all about. I had a podcast interview a few weeks ago where we talked about values and why they're so important to have them front and center in our business. The people that are around us should be able to see our values on an Instagram post and just kind of get a sense of who we are. And if they come to our website, they should get the full effect. Don't be afraid to show your values. And if you're feeling like you're always putting on a mask of someone else's values because you think their values work better than yours, it's time to take that mask off and really think to yourself, what do I value? What is important to me? Not only that, but what kind of people do you want to be attracted to your business? Because your values are going to bring in people who identify with those. So if you don't have a reason to put them out there now, here's one for you right there. Number eight discount yourself because you're just starting. I don't like discounts because I think they're an excuse to discount your value. My advice to people who want to discount their services is to switch it around. Instead of saying my coaching package is thousand dollars but this week everyone gets 75% off, flip it around to say my coaching package is thousand dollars for one week and then next week I'm raising my prices to $2,500. The key here. It's to increase the price and create a sense of urgency. When you discount your services, you're also discounting the education, time, and money you've spent on your business. I want to challenge you to value your coaching. Number nine, spending too much time creating a course. If you're spending way too much time creating a course that hasn't been launched or sold yet, stop doing that. My recommendation is to create the first couple of modules and be done. Then launch your course, sell it, and then get paid to create the rest of it. When I launched Standout Coaching Academy in 2018, I created the first couple of modules and then I launched the program. I sold it to five students and then as we went through the program together, I would work about a week or two ahead and create the content that I knew those students needed. That's the best way to cater to the students who are coming into a brand new fresh course. It's also a great way to get to know your students' progress and you're going to end up tweaking and revamping the course as you go along anyway. So don't sit and take a year to create your course. It's not necessary. When you take way too much time to create a course, you are way too close to it too. It's way too personal at that point. For example, if you launch and do not get the results that you're hoping for, it's going to hurt really bad because you spent so much time with this thing. So my advice, if you want to at least scratch that creative itch, is to just create a module or two, launch it, and then create the rest as you work with your students. That's the easiest and honestly the smartest way to do it. And finally, number 10, not having a content medium. Not having a content medium, meaning no blog, podcast, or video, nothing, just a homepage with no new information and no value where no one can really tell if you're updating your website or not because you don't put anything on there on a consistent basis. You don't talk about new content on your social media platforms and people don't see that you are the authority in this because you're not educating them on a level where they are looking for answers. That's a big mistake. If you don't have a content medium, I suggest you pick one now, especially if you want to build your list and your authority. Oh, and to build your SEO and your website. Which one should you choose? Usually the first pick is blocking because it's the easiest. Or maybe a podcast is in your line of vision. Video is great too, but you don't have to do them all. You just need to pick one and stay consistent at a level that you can stay consistent with. There's no right or wrong length. There's no right or wrong time or anything. Just be consistent. And pretty soon you'll build a level of authority in your name. Plus, you'll get to know yourself a little better. What you prefer communicating with and it's just going to give you the confidence to become the coach that you know you're meant to be because you're constantly educating on a weekly basis or a daily basis, whatever it is. It's also going to help your organic marketing because if you are putting out new content every week because you have content to promote on Pinterest, we know that's important, right? The important thing to know is if you want change in your business and you want to feel like you're running at a new level, you don't want to look off to the side and backwards anymore. You don't have to. You have the power to do this. This is all in your hands and it's all in your head and it's all in your attitude. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you on the next episode. Before you go, I want to invite you to join my free Facebook group for coaches. Simply type dreamclientcommunity.com in your browser, request access, and we'll happily let you in. We have amazing coaches in there just like you who are starting and scaling their business, and we would love to see you there.